Greetings to all you Talk to the Hog listeners. Big Duke here, one third member of the legendary group, the Hogsman. Coming to you from, well, my home. Um, Self-isolating, staying inside, doing what I hope all of you are doing and taking care of yourself, your family, staying safe during this unbelievable time right now going on in the world. Normally I'd have a story to tell you or even to Barry Devin, but you know what? Not this week. Um, I will say this though, WrestleMania was great. Uh, Kudos to everybody down there at the Performance Center. They put on one hell of a show for all all of us wrestling fans, essentially. Um, I know the guys are going to be talking about it tonight. So until then, stay safe. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. Because you've got the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju, and not only do you get the American Kaiju, but double your pleasure, double your fun tonight. On this podcast, you get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. Oh, numero uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke can't make it this episode. We'll try and get him in next week. But it is Monday, April 6th. And uh, this is the third episode of the Quarantine Saga. Once again, we're brought to you by Ten Barrel Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? What's up? And we got uh, our, uh, our guy, Hunter Freeman, back this week after a layoff from last week. Hunter, how you doing? Good. Still working. About to lose my mind in the quarantine. I've taken up uh, cooking. <laughs> I think a lot oh, of people no have done, done that. I was, I was going to say, Hunter, you look like gained about 10 pounds. So it must be the cooking. Bro, I've been cooking like every day. <laughs> I'm cooking. I made, I made enchiladas tonight. That's fucking bomb. Bomb. Yeah, dude. I think this uh, quarantine is starting to really get to like everybody mentally. Because uh, I've, I, I, was, uh, I was at Costco today, right? Costco's right down the street from me. I don't live too far away from it. And Isn't I'm, the first Costco ever in San Diego? It is. Marina Boulevard. Mm. Actually, I think it's the first one ever or something like that. Mm. But anyway, so we're pulling in, my wife and I, and uh, there's a car in front of us. And then it's, uh, it's, it's stopped in the lane. And there's a car reversing out of a spot uh, to, our, to our left. So I'm like, okay, this car in front of me is going to take it. And the car pulls out, and then the car in front of me just goes straight. So I'm like, oh, sick. I got like a front row spot. Pull in. And I hear somebody start 
like uh, uh, honking their horn. I'm like what? Somebody? What is that? And I look. My wife like looks and goes, "Oh, that chick is trying to back in." And I look <laughs> over, and this girl is outside of her door, like bodies, like signaling like body language that she's pretty pissed off. And I just go, what the hell? She's trying to back in in like a busy parking lot. Like, what are you in a car club? Like, what are you doing backing in? So anyways, I back out because I don't want to be a dick. I'm already like, but I, so I, I, par- I, I pull out and I pull up next to her and I'm like, hey, sorry. And she like doesn't even acknowledge me. Like she just won't even look at me. And I'm just like, what the hell's wrong with this chick? So then we, gimmick. Yeah, then we went into, went into Costco and everybody's walking around with bandanas on, looking like they're about to rob the joint. Like us? Oh, over their mouth. Okay. Yeah. And uh, everybody's like freaked out, man. I feel like everybody treats like everybody treats everybody like they have leprosy. You should. It's just it's it's a weird vibe, man, when you're walking around these stores and stuff like that. Well, yeah, you should, though. You should be treating people like that. It's crazy right now. People are dying left and right. We were at Walmart the other day. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Like you were saying, everybody had the bandanas over their faces. And uh, Meryl, my girlfriend, she got into it with an 80-year-old man working at the cash register at the Walmart, at the, at the Walmart there. Yeah. And she was saying, why is this 80-year-old man still working if he's at a higher risk of catching this, this virus, right? And it, was just, it just baffled us that you know everybody's just, still losing uh, their mind. He's just an old school pimp. He don't give a shit. I guess so, man. Fuck it. But anyways, uh, pretty uh, pretty big weekend for wrestling. Anybody going to wrestling? Anybody uh, went to a WrestleMania party this weekend? <laughs> Is that a joke? I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I don't know if they. I, th- I don't think they did it. Um, but I thought it would have been hilarious if they did the uh, the WrestleMania attendance record. Or the WrestleMania attendance number. I was like, please, for the love of God, just do that. That'd be so funny. You already know that your guy's shit sucks right now. Just, just you're in a bad situation. Just do something about it. It's, uh, it's just, uh, it's just Gronk in attendance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Gronky Gronk here. Um, it's me. It's just me, homie. Would you? Uh, I mean, and, and straight up, like, good on WWE pulling off. WrestleMania, they got dealt a shitty hand. Obviously, it's completely out of their control, but they made it happen, right? Uh, so good for them to like just pull something off and be like, "Here, yeah, this is WrestleMania. Sorry, it's not going to be up to what we've done in the past, but hey, this is what we got to. This is what we're we have to do." So, I'd be excited if Gronk never hosts uh, another WrestleMania. <laughs> Well, he's not. He's not. He's just going to be on Raw defending the twenty four seven title. That's right. He won that thing. Yeah. You know, I. Uh, it's funny. Uh, Dan and I, while doing uh, extra work one time, Mojo Raleigh, who's Gronk's boy, it was at San Diego, and Dan and I. It's towards like the end of the show, and Dan and I are just hanging out in the back by like the monitor where uh, all like the wrestlers can watch the matches and stuff like that, and Mojo Riley comes walking up to Dan and I. And just goes, what's up, boys? Uh, what's where's the where's the party at tonight? And I just am like, like, is this guy fucking for real? Like, 
is this is this guy like hey man you don't have to pull the, you don't have to play the gimmick back here man it's cool that that's him dude he like he like talks like that and like acts like that it's real interesting so he's like and we're like no nah, i don't know man Not, and he's just like i'm just trying to find out where the party's at and he's just acting Bro, like that's- that's like a college dude trying to go and hang out with the high school chicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. up, girls? Where's the party tonight? Like, You're like, yo, I'm just here for extra work, dog. Leave me alone. He, he, like, <laughs> he was, like, nice enough, but it was just like, so when he walked away, Dan and I were just, like, blown away. We're like, what the fuck? Like, that guy's living it, dude. So Good for him. He's a pretty uh, pretty interesting character. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, good for him. Who, who, would you, who would you want to see do that that should, like, you wouldn't expect that? Do like, you, I'll give you a guy. Like, I would love to see Brock show <laughs> Just Brock walk up to the extras. What's up, boys? Where's the party at? You're like, yo. Yo, the party's right here, big dog. You're swinging it. <laughs> like, <laughs> who would you guys think? Uh, so I got Brock. That's my dude. Someone that you would least expect to come up out of character and just and pull that on you. Vince McMahon. <laughs> What's up, boys? Where's the party at? <laughs> uh, Taker, mine would be Taker. That would get me. Well, ta- Taker, boys? Taker's gonna be Taker's gonna be at the titty bar. You can find 100%. him at the titty bar, drinking Jack. Yeah. Is that what he does? It's a Jack Daniels fiend, apparently. Yeah, he's like notorious for uh, for like going back to like the titty bar or some shit like that. Oh, nice. But anyways, all right, let's talk about Mania. What What are we talking about with uh, with Mania? Uh, I mean. So let's start with the attendance record zero. I don't think they're ever going to top that again. That's a, that's a I think record. that's the last. I think that's the last time they'll bust out a zero. Yeah. And you got to admit, with all the hype going into this year's mania, you've got to be disappointed with a turnout like that. <laughs> uh, what do you think about them? Like, so apparently they 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 filmed a lot of these matches prior to the weekend. I, I think it was like it. two weeks in advance. Like, yes. Yeah. What do you think about the the cutaways and the obvious edit edits? Did you guys notice oh. any of that? Well, there was some stuff I think in like the ladder match where I'm like, oh, they for sure put like a a, a crash pad up for that spot. Like if you can do it, why any not? spot that would require a crash pad that you can't do live with the crash pad, why not put it in there? And there was one I'm like, oh, they for sure did that. So I thought that was cool because I'm like, oh, they're just messing around. But there was something that I watched and I'm like. You've got the whole office sitting here watching this thing live. How many times did Triple H or Vince step in and go, whoa, 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 do that again, do that again? And I'm like, fuck, that would be the worst to sit here. You know, like, this is my WrestleMania match. You're going out, you're feeling it, you're vibing. And like any other match, you're like, oh, that kind of sucked. But like, whatever, we'll, we'll get past it. We'll get the crowd behind us. But this is just fucking crickets. And so yeah. you mess up and your boss walks towards you. What the hell was that? Do it again. Do it again. Fuck. Get it again, kid. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, it really shows you the importance of the fans and the live atmosphere uh, atmosphere of uh, of a show. How many beers have you had? Just uh, this is my third one. I just sorry, I stuttered on one one uh, word. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's okay. This is pre-tape. You can just cut it and go to another one. Edit. Edit. <laughs> Get it again, kid. <laughs> Hit that shit, Ted. Oh, yes! God, but, uh, am I the only one who misses being in the room? Fucking A. God damn it. Oh, yeah. I no, do. I completely miss it. I hate doing it over the, the video 
program. I actually doing. love it. I love it because in the middle of this, like you guys can't tell, I can just stand up and I'm not wearing pants. So this goes straight to my OnlyFans. When I'm done, I just stand up and I do my live show and then that's it, brother. Take me home. Uh, all right, let's get to the main event. Boneyard match. Can Lot we do of, a pants uh, check? Who's wearing pants? I have, I have board shorts on. I got pants on. You got, I got Volcom. All right. I got Zubas on. Oh, Zubas are the shit. I have a pink and black pair. I have a pink and black. Those are the most comfortable things I've ever worn in my life. Zubas, sponsor us. 100%. You got- Dude, they sponsor uh, some wrestling. Hey, Zubas, at Zubas. Uh, I'm talking directly. This is the Hogsman Podcast talking directly to Zubas. Sponsor us. We love your shit. We wear your shit. I wear your shit to shows, and I wear it to bed sometimes. It was that comfortable. So let's get at it, homie. Let's do it. I, I think the Hogsman should be wearing Zubas to every show. <clears throat> Hopefully that works out, Dev. Hopefully that works out for you. All right, fuck you. Hey, the American Kaiju wants Zubas at every show. <laughs> We're just going to go straight to the Boneyard match? I mean, what else do you want to talk about? Fucking bury the lead over here. Oh, my bad. No, I'm just <laughs> talking mania, dog. Did you guys watch any other matches? <sighs> I watched... Uh, a f- this is the first show of, of wrestling my daughter's ever seen. I put it on in the background for her. I don't. I don't let her watch that stuff. So yeah, I, I wouldn't let her watch. I wouldn't let her watch you wrestle either. <laughs> no, because you know why? She just makes fun of me the whole time. She's like, "That's the best you could do." I'm like, "What the fuck? Where did that come from?" And she's like, "I'm just saying, you've been at it for way too long to suck that bad." I'm like, "All right, first of all, go to your room." <laughs> Buried by second your kid. Of all, second of all, who do you ever beat? <laughs> I mean, like, what? Are, so you had the uh, oh, you had the, uh, the 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 tag match to be started off with the the, the female, the women's match. Yep. It was like whatever. Nikki right? Cross and Alexa okay. Bliss, first ever two time women's champion, uh, women's tag team champions. All right, yeah, so. There you go. So just history, dude. Just bury the women while you're at it. Yeah. Who else don't you like? What? Who else don't you like in the locker room? Tell us. Uh, Heather, I, I Ruby, surprise, surprise. Who else? I didn't like. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like Becky, uh, Becky Lynch pulling up in that uh, in that semi truck. Did you guys see that? No. That was that. that was that was rough. Because I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to like play off like the Stone Cold thing, right? And Stone Cold would come <clears> pulling up in a, <throat> a jacked up lifted truck. And that was cool because it just—it was really uh, not really like force-fed. You were just like, "Fuck yeah, that's what Stone Cold does." <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then all of a sudden, like Becky comes pulling up in a semi truck with her face painted on it, and it's just like, I don't really believe this. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I love that you can buy it when Stone Cold does it, but Becky's like, I want a semi-truck. And you're like, once again, burying women's wrestling. The two things you didn't like, right? I've never... <laughs> was I, the I, Alexa, Alexa Bliss I've match never, and Becky Lynch. I've never buried women's wrestling. Nice, dude. How's your how wife feel about that, shit? How, how many, you, do you let your wife out of the kitchen to see the matches with you, or how's that work? No, she doesn't want to watch it anyways. Uh, <laughs> how many girls have you wrestled, Dev? One. I wrestled Who? one. Who? Uh, Nikki Cross. Not, 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 sorry, not Nikki Cross. Jesus Christ. Knockout, knockout, knock, knock uh, fuck, I'm... I'm oh, you can't even out. remember her name. Real respectful. <laughs> What's your name? Nikki. <laughs> Bella. I think it was like... Nick, Nikki no. Bella. Yeah, Bella. There it was. Knockout Nikki, I think. I don't know. She was the epic war champion at the time when I wrestled her. Uh, I've only wrestled... Uh, I've wrestled uh, Ruby. It was a good match. Actually, I had a, it was the first match I had uh, for uh, intergender. 
And I was like, oh, okay, we'll see how it goes. I had such a good time wrestling her. I, I don't know, for some reason, it was a lot of fun. You told me that. You told me you guys had a really fun match. I, don't, I think I've trained with her, but I don't think I've ever wrestled, wrestled her, so... It was so easy. I don't know why, but it was like it was just one of the easiest matches. I was like, okay, we'll just have a lot of fun with this. It's because she took Carrie in there, dude. And I just let her uh, slam me a bunch. There you go. Also, she's got the pen over at Santino Bros. Hey, Ruby, what's up, dude? We're just uh, we're just putting you over. <laughs> <laughs> love your shit. Would love to hang out again sometime soon. Um, so, I drove okay. to. Hold up, hold up. I gotta tell this story. We we we, uh, we gotta stretch this a little bit. I went uh, I went to a sh- who we worked out in Iowa um, for Magnum Pro was it Magnum Pro and like Pro Wrestling Phoenix or something like that. This is way too long ago. Eight years ago, nine years ago. Tyler Bateman, me, uh, Ruby. I don't remember who else was in the car, um, but we went out there and on our way back. Oh, first of all, on the way there, the only thing that was ever open was Burger King, ever. The only thing on the road. So it's like, what do you want to eat? Like, oh, let's go get a let's go get a, a Jack in the Box or something. Nothing. You get off, you get off the one exit you choose had a Burger King. You're like, oh, sick. Okay, cool. And then five hours later, like, all right, like, I gotta take a piss and let's stop and get something to get a bite to eat. You pull off again because it says here's a sign for food and gas. You get off. It's literally just a Burger King, and across the street the subway would be closed or whatever it is. You're like, this is sick too. So um, we're on our way back uh, from Iowa, and the car ran out of gas somewhere. The van that we had ran out of gas somewhere. I don't remember where it was, and I was livid because I was telling people, I'm like, yo, we're going to run out of gas. We have to figure this shit out. This is not cool, and I can't sleep in cars or on planes. So I'm just watching the thing dwindle and go down and down, and it happened. We ran out of gas, and I think we ended up paying someone like $100 for like two gallons of gas so we could get to a gas station. Um, But we're in Utah. We're in Utah. It's my turn to drive the van again. And I'm like, all right, sick. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm energized. Pop an energy drink. Sit in the driver's seat. Let's go, boys. I, I'm going to take this all the way home. So uh, I hop in. We get on the freeway. And within 30 seconds of being on the freeway, I get my ass pulled over by a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so pissed off. I am so I'm losing my shit in the car. And... Uh, the cop pulls up to the window, and he and I'm already I'm mad. I'm like I'm not nervous. Some people get nervous when they get pulled over. I'm pissed because I was excited. I finally got to drive again. I got some extra leg room. Anyway, roll down the window, and the the trooper, the cop, says to me, he goes, he goes, hey, uh, how fast was the wind blowing back there? I'm like, I'm like what? And I look at him in the rest of the car. He's like, I said, how fast was the wind blowing back there? And I'm like, cool. I don't know, man. Here's my shit. Like, here's my ID. Here's the rental information. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and it wrote me up for a ticket. <laughs> I switched back to the back of the van. <laughs> we took off again. Fuck! <laughs> but I was like, I had never heard this. How fast was the wind blowing back there? Was he trying or, to, like, make it sound like the wind was pushing you, the speed you were going or something? I have no idea. Or, like, hey, you were, you know, you drove past the wind. None of us in the car could figure it out. And I was, I, for a good two hours, I wouldn't drop it. And what the fuck does that mean? Everyone's like, I don't know. It's stupid. I've never heard of it. Dude, Dev, you brought up Burger King. And I got to bring this story up because my wife just brought it up this past week. You guys want to hear a nightmare fucking situation? 
I want to. That I have no control over. So my wife and I were sitting on the couch late at night. It's like one in the morning. You know, obviously ain't, ain't nobody got shit to do but Hunter. And uh, so we're just, we're just like on the couch watching TV. My phone, I get a text message. And it's a number that I don't recognize. It's not in my phone. And it says, I miss you. And I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Shit. And, and my, my, and my wife is right, right there, there with, with me. me. And, I'm, and I show her like, what the fuck is this? Now, probably wouldn't be that big of a deal, right? But there, this is a 760 number, which is a San Diego number. So I'm just, my wife is kind of just like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, I have no idea. So I text like, who's this? Okay, like maybe, maybe for some odd reason, it's like somebody that I actually do know. And they mean it like, I miss you as, you know, whatever. I miss you, brother. I miss being on the road with you. And so I go, uh, who is this? And the, like a minute or two later, they write back, Sarah, dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even... I, I've never strayed from my wife at all. And I just write back wrong number. Sorry. And I, you know, that's it. And my wife is like, what are you doing? Having like, you know, she, she's like questioning me. And it's like, I have, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I can tell you that I don't know what this is, but you're not going to believe me. You know, it's just one of those situations where you're like, I'm and, the thing, and the thing is she's seen you wrestle. So she knows you're probably not booked on all these shows that you say you're booked on. Exactly. <laughs> so then I'm just sitting and, 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 you know, she's not being like completely serious about it. She's kind of just more like fucking with me. And then uh, she goes, well, I don't know. You're you got somebody texting you this late. And then I found a, a Burger King receipt in my car that one time. <laughs> do you remember this, Devin? Uh, oh, I do. I do okay. remember that. Oh, shit. So Devin and I were coming back from <laughs> Phoenix and I can't remember what show we were working, but it's just Devin and I, and we took my wife, my wife had just, uh, just gotten a, uh, a Jeep Wrangler. And I was like, cool, Dev, we'll take this out. We'll put some miles on it. Bad, bad decision in the long run. That thing's a gas hog. <laughs> so after the show, you know, it's late, probably like 11, 1130. It's one of those shows that runs real late and you're, Oh, then it was party hard. You're just pissed. So we, uh, we're like, we got to get some food. So we, the only place that's open is Burger King and I'm not a big Burger King guy. I'm not really a big fast food guy, but rodeo cheeseburger dog in those, uh, in that situation, you got to get fast food. So we go through the drive through Devin and I order, pull up to the window, uh, get the food and take off. And that's how you do it. You, you eat and drive. So Devin is handing me my food. He's taking his own food out. All the trash goes back into the Burger King wrapper or a, a bag. And, you know, you throw it out at the next love stop or some shit like that, right? Oh, three days later, my wife shows me the receipt from Burger King. <laughs> it was on the floor. It must, have, it must have fell out when Devin was pulling all the food out. And there's a number. There's a girl's name and a phone number on the back of it saying, like, call me or something like that. And my wife goes, what is this? And I just start laughing. So, like, I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, um, and she's, like, kind of questioning me a little bit. And I go, Beth, you think I'm going to hook up with the girl that's working the Burger King drive through on a Saturday night at 1130 in Phoenix? <laughs> and I'm just like. It's one of those situations where you're just like, 
I, I had n- I am so innocent here. I am so innocent. Dude, but there's the, no way you're gonna believe me. The best part is, what a what a shitty decision on her part because who checks receipts anymore? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like write it on the bag, staple it to the bag. Like if you're gonna be that, like, oh hey, what's up? I want you to call me. Like, all right, do something stupid or write. You know what? Write it in ketchup on the cheeseburger. But don't don't sit here and write it on the receipt that no one's gonna look at. You're paying ninety nine cents per burger. Get out of here. Oh god, nightmare Dude, situation. I so I went with uh, I went with my brother. I'm gonna bring this back to wrestling. It's a similar situation. I went with my brother. Uh, this is out when I was at OVW. He stayed out at OVW with me, and we took uh, a, a weekend to ourselves. This kind of ties into the friggin' uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Cole Cabana story. So this is our trip that we went up to. Uh, uh, to Wrigley Field, and we watched the Angels play play the Cubs. Right, <clears throat> we're on our way back. It's that's a long ass drive from Louisville, Kentucky to Chicago, and uh, we're somewhere in Indiana in whatever time in the middle of the morning, two in the morning or something like that. We go to a um, we go to a we go to a McDonald's, and we get get our McDonald's, and we come we you know we get out. And we're on our way. That's all they had, right? So we get the McDonald's and go, and there's like four like apple pies in there. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what the? F-? My brother's going. He's like, what the fuck? Did you get apple pies? I'm like, no, I didn't get apple pies. Well, you, you're sitting right here with me. He's like, dude, there's like four. He's like going. He's like one, two. Three. He's like, Jesus Christ, they just dumped a bunch of apple pies in here. I'm like, that's stupid. He pulls out a pulls out the receipt, and the receipt has like a number on it, and it says call me or whatever. And uh, my brother's like, no, did the chick at the window like give us give her number so that we would call her or reach out to her or whatever? I guess so. So my brother, he's like, all right, like we have three hours ahead of us and it's the middle of the night. Like, we're not going to not text this chick. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, she's working, you know, whatever midnight shift at, at, uh, at McDonald's. Like she probably needs some entertainment. So he's like, I'm going to text her. And he, and he, he texts her. He says like, what's, oh, he, I don't remember if this is before or after, after he texts her, he goes, Hey dude, you want to see how creepy the internet is? I'm like, sure, dude. What's up? He goes, I bet I could find this girl's address. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You're not going to find this girl's address. So he looks up her phone number and her phone number pops up on like a, like a whatever website for a school, like, you know, whatever college or whatever she was going to pulls up all these different things with a fucking picture of her, like in front of her house. And he was like already, Oh, like, Oh, I think it was this house. It gave you like an, a zip code. And it's like really small ass town. He's like, yo, this is where she lives. I'm like, that's not where she lives. She's like, I guarantee it. So we text her back. She's like, hey, what's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for hitting me up. And then he like immediately goes like, hey, so starts bringing up stuff that he finds online. Like, hey, you know, whatever school, go Badgers. (laughs) She's like, she's like, what do you mean go Badgers? She's like, I don't know. Just like it's a sick school and stuff. She's like, why would you bring that up? He's like, no reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, it just goes down the list worse and worse. The rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper to the point where I think he just sent her a picture of like the fucking like street. She's like, lose my number. Don't ever call me again. He's like, he's like, hey, I'm just saying it's like not safe out there. I'm like, yo, you're the one who made it not safe. You fucking Dude, creep. It's scary how uh, how unsafe like your your uh, your privacy is. You know, you cannot be you cannot be uh, a private person anymore Dude, unless you was- just. This was like five years ago too when this That's happens. Nuts. Yeah, That's nuts. It's creepy. It's bad. Bad news. So bad. I mean, it provided entertainment, 
Uh, but really bad. I wouldn't recommend it. Zero out of ten. Don't do it again. Yeah, you well, you basically like were pulling like a screen on her. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Ted, delete that whole thing. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else was super interesting was hitting hitting uh what are those things called those glowing bugs the oh uh, uh fireflies fireflies or lightning never, bugs never seen them before in my life neither have I mean, not not till Chicago I had never dude, seen one driving from Chicago back to Louisville Kentucky the windshield was peppered with just glow like you know like how we when we come back from Arizona and it's just got all the mobs all over the car whatever that is yeah. butterflies. Yo, dude, just neon green, neon green, neon green. It's pretty cool, actually. Uh, Hunter, do you got those things uh, in Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of them out there. Yeah, it's a trip that, to see That and gnats. Gnats is the worst thing ever. It's like little bitty small flies, and they just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly what those are. It's the worst. <laughs> I know what those are. He doesn't. Devin doesn't. Yeah, I know what they are. Uh, small you, flies. You, uh... <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get this back on to uh, somewhat back of a wrestling thing. All right, so let's get to the two things that people want to talk about: the the, the boneyard match and then the fire, the funhouse, whatever match. Firefly yeah. funhouse, uh, perfect segue. There Dave, you go. Dave, Dave, hey, Dave, Firefly. Yeah, what's up, dog? Give me the bone. Give me your uh, your opinion on this boneyard match. I mean, it wasn't a match. It was a segment of television um, that involved two known wrestlers fighting each other um it was whatever it was fine it i know a lot of people after matt hardy started doing his stuff people were really into that and um thought it was a lot of fun it's okay i think uh for what it was i enjoyed it because i got to hear taker talk and i've never heard taker talk through a match (laughs) it is (laughs) his talking through the match to aj was so funny Dude, I was on the floor. Yeah, what do you think about that, boy? Why don't you come over here, boy? Oh, you you made a mistake now, didn't you, boy? Oh, you weren't thinking, were you? Oh, you didn't think at all. And I'm like, fuck, imagine working this guy in like in an actual WrestleMania setting. <laughs> and you're like, you have your shit planned out. And then all of a sudden, he starts bringing the heat on. He's like, oh, you weren't thinking, were you, boy? You're like, oh, shit, what's he going to do? <laughs> That's right. Oh, right now you're thinking, oh, I done fucked up. You're like, I did. I did fuck up. I should have never I'm, wrestled. <laughs> I'm not going to bury a kid. I'm not going to bury you. Don't worry, I ain't going to bury you, kid. I ain't going to bury you, kid. But that, to me, was worth it. That was worth the price of admission, to to listen to him, like, just talk to AJ the whole match. was so funny to me. I, uh, you know what's funny? Because on Twitter, you see all the WWE people, like, putting it over big time. You know they all got an email from corporate being like, by the way, make sure you put this match over big time on the social media, right? There's no way... Everybody on the roster would be like, "Oh, that was fantastic! It's the coolest thing I've ever seen." No way. Um, it depends because given the circumstances, right? They're like, "Okay, what are we gonna do? Are you gonna wrestle in front of no crowd taker, or are we gonna film a segment in a boneyard with you?" And it's like, "What would you rather?" I'd rather do the boneyard match. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, since there's gonna be nobody in the audience anyways, you might as well just do it that way. But uh, there was more druids in that match than people watching the Mania matches. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> it was a, it was definitely a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a professional wrestling match. I told this to Devin the other day. It was the final fight scene of a bad straight to movie, uh, straight to DVD movie, and it, uh, you know, it, it just kind of was like, okay, it's a, it's a movie. I guess yeah. you could say. And when uh, the part that I was like, 
okay, maybe you can't have this match and it'll be serious and, you know, you, you, you have them fight. But when the barn lit up and then the druids came out, I was just kind of like, wait, what's going on here? Like, why are there druids fighting Undertaker right now? Also, also, uh, I was a little pissed I didn't use his music. Oh, like, yeah. was his music? Dude, where was oh, Undertaker's yeah. music? That was a little ridiculous. Yeah, that, that one's the song. Like, that's stupid. See, I, I, I would have popped more. I, I loved it when he came out on the motorcycle. That was awesome. But if he came out to Roland or uh, the, the other one, uh, I can't think of the... American Badass. Yeah, the American Badass <laughs> one or, the, or when he was uh, Big Evil, you know, you've done it now. I was you've like, done okay. it now. Yeah, yeah that would have got me. But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very... Uh, and I hate to put it in the same category that uh, No Holds No Old Vardish, the mm-hmm. movie. So wow. kind of like that, where it was had like the the big <clears throat> feel and everything like that, but it was also very very cinematic. And I, I can know. understand it. It, it helps kind of hide, obviously, that Taker. You know, he's older, and you know he hasn't had the best matches these past uh, few outings. So they kind of, you know, you hide it by just editing it all and kind of choreographing. Here, here's what I want to see. I think this is the perfect ending to the Taker saga. Now, this will never happen. This will never in a million years happen, but this is what I want. Next WrestleMania, I want it to be, first of all, I want it to be held at Parts Unknown. Or Death Valley. Either one. <laughs> um, his hometown, obviously. you got to have it at Death Valley. Uh, but I want Taker... To do, just do a throwback for us. Just leave your hair dry, all right? Come out with the gray high stirrups in the gray gloves with your shitty tattered shirt. And I want Ted DiBiase to walk your ass to the ring with money on the line and take the take the loss. Take the L right there in the ring. Uh, you know, basically just bookending your whole career. Well, why not? Why not do that? I think that'd be beautiful. Hey, to see hey, him do that shit. Hey, you can't oh, forget the purple eye makeup the, either. You're right. The purple, the uh, the purple eye makeup. Yeah, I want. Like, I, yeah. I want. I want the vulture on the stick too. I want the hair permed out, dude. I want the hair perm. I want the shitty like neck beard thing that he had for some reason. <laughs> Give me the neck beard. But I think that'd be the perfect way to end this dude's career. Like. Yo, I mean, whatever you're doing, your matches back then, they were three minutes long. You were the Goldberg of the WWF before Goldberg was a thing. So go out there, work your three, four minutes, take the L and go home, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was, it was, it was an interesting thing, and I can understand why they did it because of the circumstances, you know, that, that, are, that are at hand right now. That wouldn't have gone down. That if, they, if they showed that at a mania with... 80,000 people in the stadium, that would have gone over like a wet fart. That wouldn't have been cool. But Speaking of wet, speaking of wet farts, Hunter, you ever shit your pants in the ring? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'll fucking make you shit your pants one day. <laughs> but you have a point, though. Think about how many people would have enjoyed watching Undertaker's entrance, you know, instead of feeling it live and in person. That's the whole point of... It's, it's better when it's in person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's why the 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 one where he did the contract signing. Okay, he didn't he didn't do an entrance. He did, he didn't do the whole hat gimmick or anything like that. He came out there with a freaking beanie on because it's. I, <clears> I feel like it kind of kills it when there's no crowd there to be I think in the presence would, I, of it. I think they would have done the motorcycle anyway. 
They would they would have done the yeah they would have done American Badass no matter what they wouldn't have come out with the dead man shit. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's do let's move it on to Firefly Funhouse. Mikey, even, what do you got? Even crazier than that goddamn boneyard. And, and and if if that boneyard match is not a professional wrestling match, this Firefly Firefly Funhouse match, it wasn't a professional wrestling match at all. There was maybe what two moves, two moves. That's it. The sister uh, Abigail and a chair shot that missed the air. <laughs> and then uh and then the uh mandible the, uh, mandible claw. You know what's so weird is I I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was funny. I don't think they like WWE right now, there's a lot of things that are have gone wrong for them, right? But they could use this time to try a lot of shit out. Do the stuff that they just did with the Firefly Funhouse. Do, um, w- with what they got going on with uh, Gulak right now and uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. Yo, do, do, a, do a catch tournament. Just get your mm-hmm. best catch wrestlers in there and do some like good old-fashioned wrestling. Like I was telling you for Mania, <clears throat> dude, dim the lights. Don't, I don't give a shit about the Mania. Dim the lights, put a one light overhead, and then put a little bit of smoke in there and do a catch tournament. Make mm-hmm. the ropes, make the ropes beige, just like whatever, and then put that up. Like, all right, here, here's here's an hour of content that's completely different from anything else that we've done. Um, but the, I think the firefight funhouse thing proved that they could kind of do that. I popped real hard when I saw John Cena in the uh, NWO shirt. I did too. That was interesting. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like this Firefly Funhouse, it wasn't a match, but it was fun to watch for some reason because yeah. it was him going through all of his past. Uh, I I. I I was thoroughly entertained. So where do they go with I, that? What is it? I have no idea, man. If, if it made it sound like it's this goddamn retirement match at the end. I think, so I was talking with our boy Adam that uh, joined us for the, the Facebook Live. Um, but I think he had he'd brought up a good point because they basically killed John Cena, right? They went through, they did his whole thing, and they like called him the poster boy who was given all these opportunities and killed him off. What if, what if that's the actual... They said that they'll never see him again or something like that, right? What if that's... What if that's his heel turn? What if next time he comes out now he's heel? So I don't know that they're going to do that because I think they wanted to keep Cena face forever. But I could, I think that'd be a pretty awesome way to kill him off, bring him back as uh, his, that's kill off his babyface character, bring him back as a heel. I think he. Uh, I think there's a lot more focus going into the movie side than. Well, China uh, shut down right now, so his movie career out in China is going to be on hold for a little bit. Yeah, but he he's got a. Uh, I think he's got plenty of money to sit back on. Well, it's weird. You say he has all this money, and I, I haven't seen him get a haircut in like six months. So you got to uh, you got to be movie ready. You know that. Oh, just leave it long so you can either grow it out or cut exactly. it. Exactly. You okay. got to be movie ready. You knew that when uh, they asked you to be Paige's brother in that movie. Dude, I told him straight up, I don't have the fucking time. <laughs> I said, Rock. He goes, Call me Dwayne. I said, Rock. I don't have the fucking time. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> I can't do it, brother. It ain't gonna happen. Um, hey, did uh, you guys ever run into Cena when he lived down here in Mission Beach? Did you guys ever uh, get a pump in with him or anything? I know somebody nah. who did. Uh, Curry? S- yeah, yeah, Curry. Curry at the. I used to work with him at uh, the, old, <clears throat> uh, the old bar you used to work at, Bubs at the Beach. He's an old, like, I want to say he's like 50 years old, but he's a he's an old security guard down there, and he works out at the gym. Uh, where's that? What's it's in TV? Uh, that, was, that was old world's gym. The the old world gym, yeah. But Cena would work out in there, and Curry goes to that gym like religiously every day. And he he told me one time he said, yeah, he said I was in the gym, 
it's working out. And he said, Cena came in, was working out, asked me for a spot. And like, I would ask Curry for a spot every day because Curry's like this big, jacked up, like humongous dude. So he, he would tell me there would be days he would see Cena working out in the gym in there. <clears throat> Shout out to Curry. That's pretty cool. My, uh, way, my Hunter, my who did he ever beat, by the way? I just wanted to know. <laughs> What's that? Who did, who did Curry ever beat? I just want, I want to know that. Uh, all them punks down in PV, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly the answer. Pencil neck geeks. <laughs> but yeah, my, my barber used to, uh, I guess he used to come into their barber shop all the time. Cena did, so. I think everyone's got a Cena story. Ted, you know this. Um, Mike's good buddies with one of, with one of Cena's good buddies, so. They're like, they're like Eskimo brothers with Cena. <laughs> without, without, all, without all the fucking. No, I, uh, I've, I've never met Cena in person. Actually, no. Oh, my God, I have a fucking story. How can I have not fucking told this before? All right, you want to hear this one? You want to hear the me, ultimate burial? I got 10%. Let's hear it. God damn oh, it, Devin. So I'm doing extra work, and uh, it's, it's in Southern California. I can't remember I if it was I L.A. I love it. L.A., Anaheim, or San Diego. Oh, no, it was, it was San Diego. So I'm doing extra work. And Cena's there, and I'm <laughs> I'm texting with my friend who it who he grew up best friends. He grew up uh, neighbors with Cena and their best friends. He still hangs out with them all the time. Whenever Cena's in San Diego, he hangs out with them. And I'm backstage, and my buddy is out there in the crowd. I think Cena got him tickets for the show. And he goes, uh, he's, I'm texting with him, and he goes, "Hey, have you uh, have you seen Cena back there?" I go, yeah, I saw him walking around, but, you know, that's it. And he goes, did you say hi to him? And I go, nah, man, you're not really supposed to do that around here. Plus, he's probably busy. You know, I don't want to bother him. And my buddy, his name is Bobby V. He goes, go say hi to him. I go, nah, dude, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, I've known the guy for 38 years, 39 years. Go say hi to him. Uh, you know, I've talked about you guys before. I'm sure he'll know who you are. I'm like, fine. He, he talked me into it. He fucking talked me into it. You're trying to get this backstage cloud. You're like, yo, what's up, extras? I'm going to go over there. I'm going to say, what's up to my boy, yeah, Cena? Exactly. He's going he's gonna to flex on all you little bitches. And him and I are going to go get a coffee after this thing and talk about wrestling. So I see, uh, I see Cena in the back. I, I, you know, a few minutes later, I see Cena. You can't see him. What's wrong with you? And uh, he, I, uh, I go... Uh, Hey, John, uh, how you doing? Uh, my name's Mike. I'm friends with, uh, with Bobby V. And Cena just looks at me and goes, oh, cool. Shakes my hand and then walks off without even saying <laughs> goodbye. Like, like just, oh, cool. Walk, and then walks off. And I just go, motherfucker. Like, I'm the fucking asshole. Like, you know. And uh, I, I told my friend, I go, you fucking dick. I go, I guess I said hi to him. And he just basically kind of just like brushed me off. And I look like an asshole back there. Anyways. Bro, I bet that was—I bet that was the rib. I bet the rib was—he was like talking to me. He's like, "Oh, my buddy's back there doing extra work. I'm gonna tell him to say what's up." And he's like, oh, "I'm gonna be such a dick to this guy." Well, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised when that he was walked the joke, off. If that was the joke, they have not let me in on it, and it's been probably two or three years since then. That's the telltale sign of a good rib, right there. Yeah. I'm surprised when you walked off, he didn't stick his foot out and just trip you. Like, oh, watch that step, bitch. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't call me out and say, "Hey, I want to have a match with this guy." And, uh, and then just completely, uh, you know, th throw me around in the fucking ring. <laughs> I want to have a squash match with someone, but not him because he looks like an indie wrestler. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways, that's my that's my only Cena interaction in San Diego, and uh, it didn't really go too well for your boy. I had an interaction with them once. Um, I was watching Firefly Funhouse. I don't know if you've ever seen this shit. <laughs> it's a sick show on the network. Anyway, um, they just did like a life in memoriam. For, it was really cool. Uh, <clears throat> no. Hey, um, so I'm in front of this green screen here because uh, you know how we haven't been booked in a while because, uh, you know, the coronavirus and shit. Uh, is, that what, we, is that what we're blaming it on? Yeah. Well, I mean, usually it's. It's me that we're blaming it on. But by the way, hey, I got you some bookings, Mike. <laughs> I got you some bookings. So, yeah, we're uh, I'm in front of a green screen because <clears throat> we were filming. I was filming promos for uh, Promo Mania. So Promo Mania came out um, as a, a thing. It's like multiple promotions put it together. It's got uh, Zicky Dites. Uh, he's the, what, the MC for it, the host, I guess. But uh, there's real money on the line. People can vote for it. Uh, vote for your favorite, I don't know, promo. And uh, <clears throat> Mike and I got hooked up against a pretty sweet uh, opponent round one. Who we get, Mike? Uh, as a team, we got War Horse. Horse. I think that's his last name. War Horse. Mr. Horse. Uh, yeah, well, no, we had we got hooked up against War Horse first round. And then I had a singles, singles uh, competition, I guess, as well against Dan Housen. So... Uh, it's a tournament. This is our last and final match of the tournament. <laughs> but, uh, we're, about to, we're, we're about to get housed yeah. uh, both in tag team and singles. Yo, dude, it's so funny because <clears throat> he's telling me about this thing. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm in for sure. I'm like, but here's the thing. Because you're saying, oh, we're going to do tag and we're going to do singles. I'm like, look, I want to compete in the tag tournament and in the singles tournament because the way I do promos is totally different from tag uh, or the way I do tag than I do singles. And he goes, yeah, man, no problem. Um, I got you. And I looked at it, and the stuff came out. And it's like not I, – I don't know if they didn't have enough tag teams or, or what, but, like, the tag teams are facing the singles guys. So when we yeah. had War Horse, I was like, wait, what? So now, so now I just politics my way to be in this tournament twice. Two entries, one tournament. And we'll both be eliminated first round. So I'm pretty excited about that. Did you see uh, – yeah, the only other tag team I, I've seen is uh, Four Minutes of Heat. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's it. The only, that's the only tag team that's in it. But but, uh, but uh, yeah. J two Juan's helping out with the some green screen stuff. Obviously, we got a quarantine to deal with. So uh, I spent all day doing my promo for Devin, only for him to text me at nine thirty at night. Hey, you have to do it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the only time he was able to watch oh, it at exactly, nine thirty at night. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, you so I've got a little three-year-old here, and she is supposed to take a t- like an hour and a half to two-hour nap in the middle of the day. And the last few days, she just has not done it. So uh, last night when I I set a, I set this guy up and I started cutting the promo, she wakes up first thing. I'm like, okay, cool. So this isn't gonna work. So we'll do it tomorrow during her nap. Didn't fucking nap today. I start doing it again. Um, this evening before we did this we obviously we had to push this thing back but uh, I start cutting the promo and the first thing I do I, I've got her monitor here I'm looking at it I say the first line and she <coughs> and rolls over I'm like oh my god so it was like dude it was if we could do this in person and have someone filming and all this god damn it we'd be we'd, we'd be facing you and me would be facing me in the finals <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the way it's laid out right now, dude, 
I don't know. It's not looking good. So hopefully uh, Juan, hopefully J2 can save my ass and save our ass and help get us uh, get us some votes. But that'll be on Twitch and YouTube coming up. So check the uh, the Hogsman Pod on uh, on Instagram and Twitter and on YouTube. Check our personal accounts as well. You'll see more information on that so you can find out how to vote. And uh, I think you can do- – I don't know if you'd like tip or donate or – I don't know. There's a cash prize winner thing, so – um, Let's make some money because you're not buying the shirts. Ted's, Ted's trying to. Ted's trying yeah, to there's, a, uh, there's a there's a, a Twitter Twitch dot TV slash Promomania. Boom, that's the one. That's the one, boys. And let's see how uh, let's see how we do, Dev. You know, this is actually this is all on Devin because technically you're the mouthpiece. I know of this uh, of this tag team. So this is all on you, dog. That's why I had you redo the promo like eight times. They don't call me Mr. 54 Takes for nothing. <laughs> Dude, I, it, was, it was rough for me today. It was, it was a rough one. So, let's, What uh, the fuck, boys? We got to rally the troops here, man. I'm trying to win this shit. I'm tr- we're trying to put some money in your you pocket, man. Me? I'm trying to put money in my pocket. I'm trying to take, this, I'm trying to take home some cash, dude. Well, goddamn, you're slinking back in your chair. You got no body language. It's all fucked up, man. That's because I told you I'm getting ready for my OnlyFans and my dick is hanging out and it's just, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to sit up straight. Here's the thing. Fuck Danhausen. Fuck Warhorse. We're going to bury those motherfuckers. Come on. We're coming at them. Big dick swing. When we're we're trying to rally the troops, the troops are Devin and I, and Devin was pissing (laughs) me off, so it's kind of hard to rally the troops. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> hey, I yeah. know that there are people listening to this podcast who will go and vote for the Hogsmen in the Promo Mania oh. tournament. Twitch.tv slash Promo Mania. Come at them. Let's do it. Hey, while you're at it, head to American, head to, head to Pro Wrestling Tees and pick up a Hogsman t-shirt from uh, the American Kaiju site. We're going to get our Hogsman. We have nothing but time this week. Let's get our Hogsman tag team uh, merch store going. All right, let's do that. Right. Um, Ted, yeah. I think we got some uh, some questions. Yeah, I do got some questions here that came in via at Mike underscore Camden on oh, Instagram. Really? Yeah. Hmm, who's this guy? Who's that guy? He sounds like a real who's job that? guy. No, I mean, it all came in through uh, Mike underscore Camden. I just wanted mm. to shout out R3 real quick, though. He did uh, put us over. Wrestling Calendar was looking for some podcasts. And uh, your boy... Charles Cassis, R3. What's up, guy? <clears throat> uh, so here's a question for the uh, Hogs. Dev, can you clear your throat a little bit louder into that mic? <clears> throat> here's a question for the Hogs. What's your take on... Okay, so obviously... <laughs> I'm sorry, Ted. God damn, <laughs> Dev. Fucking <laughs> All right, so... It's been a long day. So, it's been a real long day. All right, here we go, Ted. Here we go. So obviously on people's minds with... Uh, the Boneyard thing for Taker, uh, <laughs> Cena coming back for the Firefly Funhouse. So it says, what's your take on longevity in wrestling? When is it time to hang it up? Uh, when is it over? Clearly, you see all these wrestlers, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan coming back. Uh, clearly, Undertaker's lost more than a step. When is it over? This is from Mike underscore Camden? No, I don't know who this comes from. It's... it's uh, it's a question sent to Mike. It's a question yeah. sent to Mike, Mike underscore Camden. Uh, it was uh, SoCal Gabe, I believe. Yeah, there you uh, go. Okay. Anyways. When's it time to hang it up? Well, 
For Devin, it was about three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago. Listen, when you have to buy high-waisted tights, <laughs> you know your time has come. Um, when you decide that boots just aren't fucking worth it anymore and it's time for kick pads, your time has come. <laughs> When your out-of-state booking is your home promotion, it's time to hang it up. (laughs) (laughs) You might be a redneck. There we go. We'll go on tour, Mike. Good job. That's a good answer right there, man. So basically, uh, Devin will be calling it a career pretty soon. Yep. It's a... It was a good try. It was a good If I don't win this promo mania thing, which I won't... (laughs) This is going to be a loser leaves town match. I will leave Twitch. Hey, Ted, mark this down. All right. Okay. If I don't win promo mania, if I don't if I don't sweep the whole tournament, not sweep because it might be like a double double loss tournament. So oh, sorry, let's start this over. Ted, if I don't win promo mania, this is going to be a loser leaves town match. I will leave Twitch forever. I'll never return. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I mean that. No gimmicks. I'll never return. I don't know, long jet. It was weird, actually. I thought Taker was old school enough to, like, when he put down his, like, hat and coat and all that stuff in the ring uh, against after he lost the reins, I thought that was going to be it for him. So, I don't know, man. I, I can understand it, though. Like, it's hard to say, like, I'm done. I, I think the problem with that was he was injured and he couldn't carry it back to the locker room. So he said, this is, I know the, look, he said, I know the ring, (laughs) the ring crew guys, a little bit of a nutcase. And if I don't put it right where he'll see it, he'll never get it. (laughs) On the way back, he looked at one of the ring crew guys and goes, hey, I left left some shit back there in the ring. Can you go grab that for me? He put it right in the middle of the ring and then said, I, please. Yeah. So I think that's what really happened. And we just were all confused because we're like, what the fuck is he doing? It was a it was a power trip against the ring crew guys. I feel it's the almighty dollar. The almighty dollar will make you do crazy things. And I feel some people just don't want to uh you know, it's fun. They think about how much fun they had back in the day and they think they want to want to go out and do one more <coughs> one more round, you know what I mean? Dude, I'll, I'll tell you this. I saw a Taboo Tuesday in San Diego. From like three rows back, I saw Triple H versus Ric Flair for the Intercontinental title in a in a steel cage, and it was one of the best, most fun matches I'd ever seen live. It was it was it looked very old school. They probably called the whole damn thing in the ring, um, but I was like, God damn! I mean, he was probably what fifty something at the time, and I was having the time of my life watching him. So I guess it depends, right? I mean, you got a little bit of leeway depending on who you are. I think it was I heard somebody tell me one time the the moment you. Go through that curtain and you stop having fun is when you should hang it up, I feel, when it's not fun anymore. So if you take too many more trips out to Arizona, then Devin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, so I should have stopped fun doing the, the podcast after episode three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if no, that, the drive if, home sucks. If that was true, then Dev would have, and I would have quit a long time ago after the <clears> fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth drive home. Hey, speaking of, speaking of quitting time, I got four percent on my phone here. <laughs> so if we wanna, if we want this to count, I gotta uh, I gotta wrap it up and send this to you so that this can be released on the episode tomorrow morning. All right, let's uh, let's start taking this home then. 
Um, Hunter, you got any bookings this weekend? Nah, dog. I'm cooking all weekend. All right. <laughs> Dev, Dev, you got, Dev, you got any bookings this weekend? If we advance, we'll be in Promo Mania round two. I really hope we advance so you can keep texting me to do it again at 930 <laughs> at night. Well, here's, here's the problem, dude. If you got it right the first time, we wouldn't have this issue. This motherfucker, he goes, hey, get it to me. That way I can get my stuff in. I send it to him at around 430. No response. No response. At 930 at night, I get a, hey, can you do it again, man? And I say, and I'm just like, are you fucking serious? You couldn't have told me this six hours ago. By the way, by the way. I, oh, I, had, to, to, I had to watch my daughter. It's a 30-second promo I sent I want to, you to you. I want you to look at Mike's setup. His wife lets him keep his merch table set up in his house. I have to tear mine down every time. So this is this is a whole production, this and everything else. So he all he has to do is walk to the corner of the living room, put his trousers on, and go... Hey, what's up? All right, uh, I'm a hogsman, and hey, take it away, Dev. And that's all he has to do. You unprofessional motherfuckers for not having right. shit in the 3%. background. 3%. 3%. Hey, uh, Hunter, let's, let's take a look at those blinds you got going on behind you. How much are those <laughs> How much are those for? How much are you selling those for? Those are free, dog. 3%, big guy. <laughs> let's take it home. Let's take it home. No falsies. All right. So we ain't got nothing again this weekend. Look out for Promo Mania. Uh, go to their Instagram, their Twitter at Promomania2020, I believe that's what it is. Uh, Wait, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let's get that right. Let's get that right. No, that's what it is. The Twitter is at Promomania2020. No, it's not. I love you. Is it underscore 2020? Promo underscore mania. Oh my God. It's Promomania2020. No. Damn, I feel like we're we're cutting cutting the wire here. I feel like we're working on a bomb right now with Devin's phone finna die. Okay. I'm gonna just. All right. So I'm. I'm just gonna pause this because you're no, done. Hold on, with hold me on. Hold on. Hold on. I have it. No, no. I, have I don't need to say anything else. I don't promo need to say else. underscore mania twenty twenty on on Twitter. All right. Anyways, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Hogsman Podcast. Thank you again to Ten Barrel Pub Beer for uh, sponsoring us. Uh, if you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, Hunter, I want to thank your girlfriend for letting you use your place to uh, film uh, for the podcast. Same thing. Uh, I want to thank you to my wife, uh, Ted. Thanks to your wife, Devin. Thanks to your wife for letting you guys set up your uh, BS gimmick table. And, All right, we got. Uh, oh, you're here. <laughs> We're wrapping it up right now. All right, let's do it. And uh, that's it, man. So thank you for listening. And if you think you're gonna take, if you think you're gonna get the tip, you got to take the whole hog. Adios. If you want the tip, you got to take the whole hog. Can you do that for me, Dev? Go ahead and do the. Whole and if thing. you want the tip, you got to take the whole hog. Wait, but are you even Adios. recording on your microphone, there, Devin? No, Hold on a that's just this is just for him to be special. All right. do it. Hey, Ted, can you do? Send this one to me again. again. Send it to let's me do again. This again. Shut up, <laughs> if you think <laughs> you're gonna take, take guys, guys, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up so I can do this. Ted, edit this all fucking out. If you think you're gonna take the if you think you're gonna get the tip, take the whole fuck you guys, I'm out, bye. I got big balls! I got big balls! I got fancy big balls! She's got big balls! Take the whole hot. Call it call him back.